I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. So, you know, Landry Locker, I used to be skeptical of this, but he does a really good job of being a podium critic, uh, especially with quarterbacks and coaches. I feel like in a lot of positions it shouldn't matter how good a guy is at the podium, but at quarterback, it kind of matters. That's a position where you're front-facing leadership, like conventional leadership qualities do matter you're the face of an organization there's going to be times where you have to answer really really hard questions like you have to talk to the media every single week no matter how bad you are so I believe it does matter but there are other things too Sean and I have talked about the face grade you and I talked about at the end of the week apparently Mm -hmm. some teams have face grades on quarterbacks which scares the crap out of me because because I I gotta tell you as a group of people football scouts not the most um socially adept group necessarily <laughs> so that the fact that these guys are judging people's personality traits by their faces scares the hell it out would of me scare me for one major reason if you've gone as far as to grade a guy's face yeah that tells me you think you suck at really evaluating what the guy should be doing for you on a football field All like the other just stuff. yeah you're the right football. Yeah, like what? Like what percentage? What percentage of the grade do you make the face grade? Right? I, like, I feel like unless a guy's got a really punchable face, like man, I just do not like this guy. Then like those Murdochs on the Murdoch ah. murder, like every single one of those guys, punchable face. Oh my! All of them. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. I just have you seen the documentary? By the way, I saw the Netflix one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there's got to be more to come because that ended just with uh, if, the older son or the younger son, I guess, his issues, but. No, I thought the same thing with every single one of those. Yeah, Buster Murdoch, like I want to punch uh, them all. Buster Murdoch shows up at the at the podium. The is a, is a, is a uh, draft prospect quarterback? No way, no way in hell. I'm punching has, him in the face. That's a good question for maybe this topic that we're about to discuss. Who has the most punchable face amongst the top four quarterback prospects? Right, I think that's so, an easy okay. one, and you might These not like the, it. We'll grade. We'll get the top prospect based on face grade, podium grade, forty time. Pure arm strength, nothing else, 
And uh, and my favorite criterion, which is can a guy be a pool hall hustler, which uh, I feel is like the hallmark of actually genuine great quarterbacks. Every single one of them could be a pool hall hustler if he had to. Uh, face grade, a lot of people are going to say Will Levis here because he's got a little bit of like almost like a, you know, Captain America vibe or something to him. To me, he's almost a little too perfect looking for that part. Like the way... The, the way they make the 80s movie villain look like the good-looking blonde kid. Like, he's a bastard, that kid. I don't <laughs> like him. It looks like he's had it too easy in life. His mom went to Yale, so I assume he's like a frilly rich kid that's spoiled. I've got no basis for that. That's not yeah. fair, but I still don't like it. For face grade, I go with Bryce Young at the top just because he he looks like just the most mature almost fatherly type of guy out of the four. I can't disagree with anything you just said there. Uh, yeah. In terms of face grade, I'll, I'll do you one better. Um, C.J. Stroud has the most punchable face amongst the four. I, I oh, think oh yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's very low on the face grade. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's almost unanimous. Yeah, and, you know, he might be one of the lowest just outside of the quarterbacks, like amongst all top prospects like you'd mate just want to punch him because he just looks like a sourpuss most of the time <laughs> i don't know if it's a sour to me it's not a sourpuss he just looks worried like it doesn't command confidence to me it lo- yeah. he looks terrified all the time yeah yeah that's, yeah that's big kids like the face that you carry when you're in conversation and everything uh you gotta be careful. like i have this like wrinkle sean on, on my brow that a lot of times makes it look like i'm angry as hell same uh, i got the same thing you see this yeah. vein popping out of my head right now <laughs> yeah, and i got this yeah. scar on my brow oh, i look, I thought I look you were pissed off all the time, the time. <laughs> yeah so you got to be really like i'm extra if i'm listening to somebody i try to without looking crazy i try to you know have my eyes open and smile a lot and everything um okay podium grade from the combine how did these guys fare and how do you feel about them? I'll let you go first. Uh, I absolutely hated, despised C.J. Stroud's uh, Q&A <laughs> sessions. Like, He's I, not faring well in this. Okay. No, and I hate it because that might be who the Texans, you know, were kind of left with or who they want ultimately. I, you don't yeah. know. Like, if you believe, you know, Vegas and, you know, all these reports, it's who the Panthers want. And I would love that. Please, Panthers, take C.J. Stroud and leave us Bryce Young. Please. I, I, I think... I'm most sold on Anthony Richardson's q and And I told you this earlier. I think out of the four, Young, Stroud, Levis, Richardson was the one guy that stood head and shoulders above the rest in regards to him just being himself. He said, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show out. I know I'm a beast, and I'm just going to let it fly. And he yeah. did. He was awesome. And that's what came through in all of his interviews that – it wasn't robotic. It wasn't. It didn't sound planned. It didn't sound rehearsed. It just said, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. That's where I'm – this will be the one, I think maybe the only one that you and I are split on. Um, I The thing that concerned me about him at the podium, if it was just one instance, it wouldn't have bothered me too much. I would have figured, like, okay, I'm being hypercritical. There are a few instances there where I feel like he betrayed his actual thoughts on something or his feelings about something. One was when he said – I can't catch every ball, which, you know, that's what, like, Giselle famously said after the Tom Brady Super Bowl loss, where you, you hear it and you're like, well, okay, lady, just back off a little bit. Um, it's not really the right attitude we look for in American football. Like, all right, you're a little Giselle-like there if you're blaming your receivers, at least publicly. And, and he backed that <laughs> off. The other was he said that some people say that I'm 
inaccurate. I'm like, no, you're inaccurate. You got to work on it. You know, like, and he, he, he dialed that back. And then the third thing, too, was he almost expressed a little skepticism about the need for him to learn how to throw with more touch. So I, I worry if a guy if a guy doesn't recognize and understand the improvement he needs to make, including if you are already considered awesome. Like if Bryce Young got up there and was like, well, people say that I need to work on this, but I'm not sure I really buy it. Like, I don't know, man. Like the, the great ones are always working to improve this stuff. So that's where I would say for me, even though it was boring, I would still put Bryce Young at the top of the podium grade. You would put Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I'd put, you know, you bring up really good points. It, just the only two that I think you could kind of excuse away is like the touch, the finesse type, you know, yeah. throws that he kind of pushed back on and, you know, uh, the accuracy or him being inaccurate. I think that's maybe where he battled with himself in that in those few milliseconds where he was like, you know what, like here's the textbook answer, but here's how I really feel. And he kind of got caught in between. Like I didn't really understand, like I can't catch every ball kind of thing. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't even hear that part. So I can't really – I can't offer an excuse to him there. But, I mean – I wouldn't argue with you on Bryce Young. Bryce is the most put together, uh, top to bottom. Right, but it's also boring. You know, like it doesn't necessarily show any charisma, but what are you going to do? Um, okay, this, this, this next one's easy because I just wrote 40 time. Because 40 time, all these scouts will tell is. you like, well, we don't even care about 40 time. And then behind the scenes, like, oh, my God, the 40 time. Um, <laughs> let's just look at it. If it's extreme, they look at it. Uh, I think with, if, if we were to expand that out to just physical traits in general, like athletic traits, not the actual arm talent or anything, but athletic traits, Richardson's head and shoulders above these guys, including over Will Levis, who's a really good athlete. If you were, I mean, you can tell me, like, what is it about the 40 time specifically, you know, that should intrigue, not does intrigue. I mean, everybody right. looks at the time, everybody looks how fast, but what should intrigue us? What, what should be the most important thing about the 40? For Anthony Richardson, you know what I would say is the fact that he actually didn't even run a technically sound 40. You look at a lot of these guys, like like Davis Mills supposedly ran a 4-5 something, and then you watch him play football, and you're like, okay, whatever. Like, he's not a 4-5 <laughs> guy. Means but nothing. these guys, they take so much, they're getting so much instruction from track coaches that like they they you can shave multiple tenths of a second off your 40 by running like a sprinter you know by doing all the things they do by having a super efficient start by having an efficient stride you know counting exactly how many strides you t- strides you take during the 40 and getting it down to just a, a science but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's how fast you are with Richardson he kind of like ran an elliptical path he didn't um <laughs> uh same thing with the, the safety. Kyle Hamilton was the same weight last year. He ran a bad 40, but you watched it, and you're like, oh, wow, he ran, like, a bad 40. Like, he ran diagonally, like, like all these yeah. things. So when you see that, with Hamilton, it was a little bit of an excuse for why he didn't run a good 40. With Richardson, what I would say is, all right, he ran a faster 40 than C.D. Lamb, a 4-4-4, but it actually probably could have been faster than that. He's just that raw. Yeah. So that kind of shows just how athletic and explosive he is. And then a lot of the other combine numbers were um, were above and beyond anything we've seen from quarterbacks. I, fastest 40 since uh, Matt, or fat, highest vertical since Matt Jones, who of course wasn't even a quarterback in the NFL, uh, yeah. which actually makes me a little bit nervous. I don't, wonder, don't link him to Matt Jones. I wonder if like, you know, the vertical, the broad jump, and the 40 
if really at the end of the day, those are all kind of looked at in conjunction together to kind of determine like an athlete's explosiveness and oh you know, yeah, yeah, like a judgment yeah. on their effort level and just how much time and work they're going to put into being great, being the best at those particular events. Like if if teams, if scouts are really looking at those instead of just really the cold hard numbers and what we all talk about. Yeah, well, the I mean, sense? for one, yeah, no, it makes total sense. Um, I think for one, like the forty time is the one that's it's kind of like a bench press. Like you know, like it doesn't really matter, but because it's become the common lingo, and like the, when I say scouts talk about it, it's almost like gushing about somebody's bench press. It's yeah. impressive, but it doesn't mean that they're strong on the field. It's just one thing, and because it's the common currency, it's easier to talk about. So they'll act. They know intellectually that the forty time matters a lot less than the vertical, than the broad jump, than the three cone, all those things. And yet, it's the classic meathead. Like, what's your bench, bro? Like, it just that's <laughs> yeah. because it's because we're dumb humans. There's that part of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, as far as all the other. The other, <laughs> the other physical tests like his okay heavier than Hassan Reddick, uh, bigger hands than DeAndre Hopkins, uh, vertical higher than Devonte Adams, broad jump longer than Hotel Beckham Jr. <laughs> He's freakishly good. I think the thing with Anthony Richardson is like here. I'm surprised nobody's saying it, but I think everybody's terrified of getting Bill Polian'd, which is what Bill Polian famously said. Hey, if Lamar Jackson doesn't work out as a quarterback, he could work, he could be a wide receiver. To which, like, it was kind of really discounting what he had already accomplished as a quarterback. Yeah. Anthony Richardson hasn't accomplished nearly what Lamar Jackson did as a quarterback. I would say with full confidence, yeah. If he does, this guy's a better athlete and bigger than a lot of wide receivers or running backs. Play him wherever you want mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't work out at quarterback because he hasn't actually demonstrated that he can be a quarterback uh, or like be that kind of that quarterback. Just, that conversation, it, there's just a negative connotation there. There's a, well, there's an assumption. Like you have to th- – that's the problem, especially when it comes from an older dude. It's, it comes with – there's too much baggage attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's almost like – it's. It's dismissing the athletic black quarterback almost before he even has a chance. Yeah, good point. And, and with Lamar Jackson especially, I think it was di- – like, he was dismissing completely. A lot of people – the mistake they made with Lamar Jackson was they were dismissing the fact that he played in a pro-style Bobby Petrino offense. Like, it was, I think they – in their mind, they had it as like, oh, yeah, he's just this running quarterback that doesn't – isn't going to be able to – you know, it, there was a lot of um, – there was a lot more to it. But regardless uh, – Pool Hall Hustler, I would say Anthony Richardson on that one. I feel like he's got the best personality. Easy. Um, yeah. <laughs> We're in agreement. You know, Richardson checks the box on a lot of these. <laughs> he checks more of the intangible boxes than I thought and didn't want to give him credit for. Hey, uh, I, I found this article in the Chronicle. It was interesting. It, and it regards, in regards to the Texans last week getting fined over $26,000 for paying for Deshaun Watson to use the Houstonian Health Club during the pandemic. What exactly did Deshaun Watson get for $26,000? $26,000. Was it buy you at Fancy Health Club these days? Coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.